0: Welcome to Revolutionary Rebels Podcast, where we revolutionize the world around us, rebel even against ourselves, and live in love with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Shannon, and welcome to the show. So the first time I met her, the smile she gave me was like home. She played with my hair, grabbed me by the arm, and walked me down the hallway. she said you're a beautiful girl i find you a good greek boy to take care of you and then led me into the kitchen that had food everywhere and basically made me eat it all (laughs) um but this was her this was this woman this was nona or jermaine pechon she was an amazing woman unfortunately she has passed away in this past year but her memory will forever live on. I'll never forget her. She was this woman that, yeah, she was just that woman that you, that you remember and you always remember. She was a true revolutionary rebel. Nona was an inspiration And and a woman I truly, truly admire. She was one of the most generous and courageous people that I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. And she was a survivor. She lived life to the fullest. Her compassion and spirit are things I can only hope to aspire to. She was a true rebel though. And in her autobiography, which I feel is very accurately named, Undaunted, The Tiger of Auschwitz, you'll learn more about her in that. And I know most of you guys have heard the stories of the Holocaust and World War II, you've read the books, you saw in the movies, you took the history class, you may have even gone to one of those museum exhibits, but nothing compares to actually, hearing a personal testimony from somebody who lived it. Nothing can prepare you for hearing that story. The things that they actually lived through. And Nono was a survivor whose story, it breaks my heart. It absolutely tears it to shreds. But then it builds it all back up together and sews it together and makes a whole and, and solid. So I'm going to share a little bit of her story. And I hope this inspires you to go out and talk to those who've lived through it and hear their stories. Because these are stories that should not be forgotten. That's how we make the same mistakes over and over again. But here's her story, or at least a little bit of it. She was brought up in a Jewish family in the Greek city of Thessalonica. She was the oldest of six daughters to a very popular and successful tailor in the city. Her parents were actually really well respected and loved by the community, by Jews and Gentiles alike. And it was because of their generosity that they gave to both there was there was no animosity towards anyone didn't matter who you were if you were in need you were given what you needed but at age 15 that's when her world began to change due to the Nazi occupation actually Um, It started slowly with Jewish and Jewish sympathizers being removed and or vanishing from key positions in the community. And then they were required to wear the Star of David. And the Nazis soon began taking whatever they wanted from Jewish owned shops thusly escalating the violence and hate towards the Jews from their own neighbors they began to look at her and her family and other Jews in the neighborhood differently they wouldn't smile at them as they walked by by them on the street they wouldn't talk to them like they used to they kind of kept to themselves and or treated them just like the Nazis had treated them But it was when she was 16 that her Nona, her grandmother, was manning her shop, doing her normal duties. But when a Nazi tried to steal from her, she told him no, and then was murdered right in front of Jarmaine. And it was the, the bravery of an Italian stranger that kept her safe in that exact moment from those very officers by hiding who she was claiming her to be his daughter so that way she didn't show that that was her grandmother lying on the floor bleeding out not too long after that her father was then beaten by Nazi guards but because of this, his spirit was broken and he lost the will to live and slowly died. Soon after that came the migration to Poland, to this, this great community that the Nazis had put together for the, the Jews so that way they can live in peace and, and, and have great comforts in life. They told them to collect all of their valuables, make sure that they brought their gold and their silver and their jewels. They didn't need to bring their clothes, not unless it was their furs, and to march this way. And they marched them willingly straight into the ghettos, the ghettos that were these beaten, torn apart homes while they sat there and waited for them to get thrown onto the train to go to the next place. But this is where the violence became even worse. There, it was the open beatings and random shootings of people and the thievery and the rape that they weren't talking about on the news and the radio. Then they were herded finally into the train cars there was no room left by by the time they smashed all of these people into there but the car already smelled of filth which then made people sick so then there was vomit and then human waste and slowly the dead bodies just became piling up her mother dumped her youngest baby sister out the car window so the Nazi couldn't have her. They dumped the other bodies at the, at the random stops that the Nazis had them at, where they would spray them down with frozen water and then shut the doors back up again as the train trudged along. They finally arrived after 10 days in the train, To the camp. The camp where she was finally split from the rest of her family. Her mother and sister were thrown on a truck. And her twin sisters were taken in the opposite direction. All of which she would never see again. And her last sister. Standing by her side. Denying to to work with these Nazi haters. Was shot and killed right next to her. She was then escorted and made to march her way to Auschwitz, with her sister's bodily debris on her. She walked underneath the notorious sign that said, Work Sets You Free. And there, she was stripped. She had to bathe in frozen water for less than 30 seconds she was starved she was made to walk naked in the cold weather she was ogled and fondled and violated and she was finally scarred with that treacherous evil tattoo of numbers because all she was was a number to them for her she was part of the infamous block 10 where she was experimented on by the angel of death Dr. Mangala. from multiple shock treatments to even having a procedure done to remove her ovaries she was tortured. She was given a slight blessing though during her operation to remove her ovaries the Allied Mommers actually got a little close so to keep the Nazi doctor safe they they removed them and had a Jewish prison doctor finish the surgery well he didn't remove her other ovary he made it look like he did and asked her to cover it up and that he would help her get better Unfortunately, her fight after the surgery was hard because she got sick, the wounds became infected, but she survived. She survived the sickness, she survived the starvation. She was able to make connections throughout the camps, though, and where she could, she did. And eventually, she even was able to reunite a brother and sister, be it only through little messages between, provided by her. But that gave her hope, hope that she was doing something good for somebody. However, that didn't last very long. Soon enough, she was moved from that camp and she had to walk in barely any clothing, to another camp that was even worse off than Auschwitz and it later became known to her that she had to go to this camp because the allied forces were getting a little too close so they were in this camp for some time and then again they had to march to another camp that was even worse off than that the previous one There, there was no food. Any food that they did get, they had to steal. And soon they heard rumors that the Allied forces were coming, that the Nazis had lost the war. Those prisoners gained hope, although most of them were too far gone. She, however, wasn't. Nona was a fighter. She was the tiger. She was not going to give up. No, not at all. So finally they were freed by the Russians and other allied forces who then were just as savage as some of the Nazis where they raped and beat some of her fellow prisoners who they had just set free but then they were actually set free and she was able to go home to Thessalonica however that when she got there her home was a home for a new family so she reconnected with the siblings that she had connected with in uh, Auschwitz and she actually ended up marrying the brother Soon, they began to build their own little family, and with her firstborn son, she named him after the prison doctor who saved her one last ovary that gave her the ability to carry on her heritage, her blood. Now she has forgiven those who have done wrong by her. She holds no hate for anyone. And at times, she feels sorry for them. But everyone who meets her is touched by her, is blessed by her in some fashion. And I feel like we all should take a page out of her story to not let things that that happen to us define who we are or let them corrupt our future. She didn't let the fact that she was beaten and tortured and starved and left without any immediate family make her hate and and treat others unkindly. She said, no, because of this, I'm going to treat people even better than they deserve, even when they don't deserve it. There's not one person who didn't walk through her door who wasn't greeted with a massive pile of food. If you said, Oh Nona, I love your hat, she would she would offer it to you instantly. Because she knows what it is to be without. She's taken what has been done to her and she's turned it into a positive. She's turned it into a a blessing. She's found that silver lining or what other cliche thing you guys want to say. When life doesn't go our way or horrible things happen to us, we make that choice. It's our choice on how we handle it. We can't stop what happens to us, but we can choose how we handle it. We, you can let that friend who betrayed you, who, who tore you apart, who hurt you, corrupt you, poison you, make you hate and, and, and not want to trust anyone ever again. Or you can forgive them, you can love them, and you can move past them. You could have a massive childhood trauma. It could keep you from doing amazing things. Or you can sit there and say, no, I'm going to let this make me stronger. I'm gonna let this build me to be the person I need to be to be successful. I'm going to use this horrible thing to make me a better person. I've got friends who've had horrible things happen to them scary things happen to them things that i would not wish upon anyone happen to them but what i love about these people is that they have taken that no good nasty thing and turned it around from being that person who who lost a spouse to Being that person who's there for someone who else has lost their spouse. Being somebody who's gone through cancer who can be there for those who are going through the same thing. There's a lot of things that I don't know, that I haven't been through. But I know what it is to need somebody just to sit there and listen to them. Sometimes it's not that hard. It all is our point of view. So what choice are you going to make today? Are you going to make that choice to sit there and, you know, let the bad things make things bad? Or find the plus side to it? I used to work when the pulse shooting happened people rallied people said that what happened was wrong they took a stand they said no this does not happen they went out in droves to give blood to those who needed it. Businesses opened up, who were normally closed on Sundays, to make food for first responders and for donors and anyone else who needed sustenance while dealing with this tragedy. There were GoFundMes that were created for the families of the victims. There were memorials that were put together that were absolutely lovely. So did a horrible, horrible thing happen where some maniac went and slaughtered these people in cold blood? Yes. And it sucks. But I am so happy to be part of humanity that said no to that. We said, no, this this will not stand. We are going to make a positive thing come from this. And they rallied together and they showed how much love and compassion and strength humanity has against evil. It's all about the way you look at it. If you sit there and you continue to dwell on the bad, then that's all you're going to see and that's all you're ever going to get. But if you sit there and you understand that with every bad turn, there comes some good. There's that silver little lining. There's that ray of sunshine. Then take it. Run with it celebrate it everything has its point everything has its blessing it may not seem like it at a time and hindsight is definitely 2020 i've been there so many times it's not even funny like when i got fired from a job well guess what had i not gotten fired from there I probably wouldn't have met the people that I met I wouldn't have done the things that I have done and because of that I wouldn't be who I am today but I also didn't let it define me I didn't sit there and say well I got fired from this job so now I'm a loser and I need to go and you know wallow and and be unhappy and do all these things no I said Get it together, Shannon. Let's go find a new job. Come on. Let's go. You got bills to pay. You got things to do. You can't do that if you're unemployed. Let's go. Let's get on it. And sure enough, I found a job. But I took it as an opportunity to not get a job in the same field that I was in. Decided to say hey, maybe this is This is my out This is my My slide into a new career So yeah, it sucked I got fired but It was a blessing I'm grateful for it So I challenge you my listeners To go onto your social media and hit hashtag Revolutionary Rebels because I want to see this. Of what, what are you choosing? How are you changing your life? How are you taking your Holocaust and it turning it into finding your true love? And giving birth to a beautiful baby boy. How are you going to change your... Was beaten and starved and given nothing left to die. To being so gracious and giving that your cup overfloweth. How are you gonna turn your negative experience into one of the most positive things that has ever happened to humanity? How are you going to choose that today, tomorrow, three years ago, 10 years from now? always keep that in mind that you choose how you react to those horrible moments and be like nona be undaunted be a tiger have a heart of gold but that is all i've got for today uh thank you guys so much for listening Please follow me on all the social medias. They'll be tagged here in the description. You can go to my Instagram at Shannon Clute is or Revolutionary Rebels. You can hook up on my Facebook page, Revolutionary Rebels, or go ahead and shoot me an email if you have any questions, comments, or rude statements. Um, at re- Shannon Clute is at com. I want to thank you guys all again so much so much for listening um if you are interested in the book i will also have a amazon link in the description for you guys um it's a great read it really is and i i truly hope that you guys take the time to check it out but hey live in love with reckless abandon